This is an RNZ podcast. Late last week, a rather overwrought advert from Australia raised eyebrows and some laughter in New Zealand when it popped up online. We thought they were our best friends. We're that big, mate. We're not ringing China up and saying anything other than would you like more milk. But it looks like they've ditched us. Step right up for a fast Chinese buck. To me, we are friends with benefits. Could it be that New Zealand is turning into New Zealand? I reject the premise of the question. Sunday on 9 and 9 Now. That preposterous promo even made the 6pm news on TV3 like this. 60 Minutes in Australia has released a dramatic trailer for a new episode, which asks if New Zealand has ditched its trans-Tasman neighbour for China. It labels us New Xiland, a play on the Chinese president's name, which our race relations commissioner has labelled offensive. And it's not the first time some 60 Minutes men have made this country cringe, crossing the ditch to talk to our Prime Minister. It's interesting how much people have been counting back to the conception, as it were. Channel 9 reporter Charles Woolley there back in February 2018 asking an expectant Jacinda Ardern and Clark Gayford when their baby was conceived. Now, while that's clearly nobody else's business, New Zealand's relationship with China and Australia's position on that is a public issue. Indeed, it was discussed when the two Prime Ministers met in Queenstown this past week. And it was no coincidence that 60 Minutes report aired the very same day that Australia's Prime Minister Scott Morrison flew in for that. But the horror movie-type treatment in that trailer was certainly a stretch, especially when stretched around selective soundbites from News Talk ZB host Mike Hosking and Auckland Chamber of Commerce chief Michael Barnett. When News Talk ZB drive host Heather Duplessy-Allen told the Channel 9 reporter Tom Steinfurt last week that the New Zealand promo was over the top, he answered awkwardly that that wasn't his fault. Uh, look, in terms of the, the lines in the promo, I don't I don't write the promo. I'm busy scripting a story for the yeah. weekend at the moment. So, uh, yeah, as I said, that'll be on Sunday night. Either. And uh, I'd encourage people to have a look at that because we do get uh, both sides of the debate. But even before his report aired in Australia last Sunday, Michael Barnett, who was incidentally billed as heading the New Zealand Chamber of Commerce, which doesn't actually exist, told NewsHub he reckoned that Tom Steinfurt was pushing the Australian government's position. The questioning that, that I confronted on the, the day of the interview was really to try and set me up. I just hope that I was successful in maintaining my values. Now, Tom Steinfurt's employers in Australia denied that that was the case. Channel 9 told NewsHub that Tom Steinfurt is an impartial journalist who sought a wide range of opinions, and they're encouraging Kiwis to watch the story this Sunday to come to their own conclusions. And also urging people to watch Tom Steinfurt's report this week was News Talk ZB's Mike Hosking, who appeared prominently in it and endorsed it last Monday like this. By the way, that 60 Minutes thing you um, mentioned earlier on from Australia last night, I watched it. Very good piece. Is it? Very solid balance You piece. may say so yourself. No, no, no. Forget me. Even but though it opens with you. You're the starring... It's, it's, I'm not the star of the show at no. all. What I'm saying is it's a classic 60 Minutes piece. It's actually worth watching. Instead okay. of getting all excited about the trailer last week, yeah. watch it okay. and learn something. So it's on YouTube yeah. if people want to watch it. And YouTube is indeed the place to view it. TVNZ does have the rights to show 60 Minutes stuff from Australia, and its Sunday show plays plenty of it to pad out the local stuff its own reporters make. But it hasn't broadcast Tom Steinfurt's report yet, introduced like this on Australia's Channel 9 last Sunday night. In calling out China for its increasing aggression, human rights violations and COVID cover-ups, 
Australia is paying a hefty price for storming the high moral ground. A furious Beijing is doing everything it can to punish us economically via trade tariffs. So some big issues raised there by reporter Tom Steinfort, who has previously reported on China splashing cash and aid around in the South Pacific and the hope or expectation of diplomatic support when they need it. Unlike that trashy trailer, though, nothing in his 19-minute report which followed made the news in Australia after it screened there this week. Channel 9's Tom Steinfort claimed that his request to talk to the main players here, including the Prime Minister and the Minister of Trade, were all rebuffed, possibly why the report, which asked, is China taking over New Zealand, kicked off in the studio of Mike Hosking, who said it already has. You saw ZB on the Mike Hosking breakfast, 13 past seven. Well, the old favourite line about China got rolled out at the big trade summit yesterday. There will be things that we disagree on. They say talkback radio is the voice of the people. And in New Zealand, there's plenty to talk about right now. Here's the simple truth. China basically owns us. After that, Tom Steinfort talked to Michael Barnett, then Auckland winemaker David Babich, and then an under-pressure Australian winemaker, and Malcolm Davis, an expert at an Australian international affairs think tank who thinks New Zealand is letting down its Five Eyes allies. I think that's very clear. Um, We have a saying in Australia, uh, wolf warrior diplomats, and I think that's very accurate, uh, where China, I think, thinks about diplomacy in 19th century terms, that they are the big power, other countries are small powers or small countries, and so they get what they want. And when countries stand up to them and say no to Beijing, uh, they basically uh, uh, threaten through political and economic and trade sanctions. Now, Tom Steinfoot made a big deal in his report of New Zealand refusing to stand with Five Eyes allies, in his words, in joint statements on China. But New Zealand and Australia's recent joint statements on the Uyghurs in northwest China and democracy on Hong Kong were skated over like this. The Prime Minister pointed out New Zealand has made its own differently worded statements condemning China, rather than doing so in conjunction with its allies. This week, Stuff's Thomas Coughlin also reported that last weekend, New Zealand said it would join a World Trade Organisation dispute that Australia has raised with China over barley tariffs. And while Tom Steinfort's 60 Minutes piece would have been well in the can by then, he could have mentioned that in his online article for Channel 9, in which he said our government is spooked by him looking into our relations with China. In his 60 Minutes TV report, though, Tom Steinfort ran a yellow highlighter across these comments in the Chinese Communist Party-controlled media. China's government mouthpiece, The Global Times, has been celebrating New Zealand's foreign policy positions this year, declaring New Zealand has been charting a very positive and clear path in relation to China, in stark contrast to Australia's hostile actions which could result in major gains for New Zealand products and services in the Chinese market as Australia stands to lose. But while Tom Steinfort hinted at New Zealand profiting from Australia's exports being hammered by Chinese retaliation, he didn't really dig too deep on that. But back in April, Four Corners, the flagship current affairs show of Australia's public broadcast at the ABC, did. Investigative reporter Stephen Long's conclusion was this. There's no doubt the toll on industries like lobster and wine is terrible. Yet the reality is China's sanctions have only had a minor impact on the overall economy. Coal that would have gone to China has been sold to other countries. Even barley's found new markets. 
And ironically, despite the punishment, Australia's trade with China actually increased last year. And you didn't just have to take the reporter's word for it in that program. Professor Rory Medcalf at the National Security College at the Australian National University backed that up. It's fascinating that during the year that China was punishing Australia economically through all sorts of levers, uh, the overall size of uh, Australian exports to China actually grew because of the iron ore price and the sheer scale of our iron ore exports and China's demand. Fascinating, certainly, and none other than Australia's Trade Minister Dan Tian confirmed that for the ABC in the same programme. From January 2021, we had a $10 billion surplus, which is the highest on record. So the resilience of our economy has stood up incredibly well. Like Tom Steinfort's 60 Minutes piece, this much more substantial Four Corners effort, which is 44 minutes long, is also on YouTube for all to see and also online as a lavishly illustrated long read on the ABC News website. Now, ironically, the same day that 60 Minutes aired its piece, Chinese media said that China's President Xi Jinping had urged the Chinese media and those wolf warrior diplomats to adopt a less aggressive tone with more openness and modesty in the world in future. But it seems it's not only in China that reporters can be counted on to push the government's policy on international affairs and diplomacy.